I'm having a fit, and my boy goes, just run him in the bathtub. And I'm screaming at him, like, well, these are fucking passed out. <laughs> Trekking heavier, traveling light. There's one thing that's right wherever I go. That's where I am. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to This Week in Zoltan. That's the show poster. That's me. And uh, welcome to another episode. I'm here with a good buddy of mine that we met 10 years ago, 2013, at the Seattle Comedy Competition. He's an amazing comedian from Canada, uh, comedy special on Netflix. Uh, he's on Rami, which I love your character on Rami. And uh, new movie, I sometimes I think about dying. Correct. Uh, correct. I got it all. Hell yeah. He didn't even ask me to do that. I'm no. just trying to be. I'm just. I didn't want. I didn't, want, I didn't want people to think that Dave was like. Make sure you say all these things in this order. I. I was just trying to be a professional podcast host. That would be uh, crazy. I mean, it wouldn't be crazy. I mean, that's what people do, right? I think they do. They're like, can you run these credits for me? Um, but I didn't ask, and I gratefully. Does that even work? Gratefully appreciate. <laughs> no, gratefully I. Oh, yeah, it is a word. It just sounded yeah, yeah. weird coming from me, maybe. It's because you're nasally today. You I'm have a little bit of allergies. It's not COVID, so you're safe yeah. to watch. Um, if that. Yes, and if if it is, I greatly apologize. But, um, I, yeah, you, you, did a, you did a hero move here. <laughs> you, you. you let everyone know that do, I... Uh, do you ever... Because I feel this way. Uh, when I uh, doing spots around the city and people are like, what, what do you want for credits? And I'm like, my biggest thing is dry bar comedy, which is great, but it's not cool by any standard. So I just go dry bar or you can just say I just moved here. Just that's my credit. I just <laughs> Wait, why isn't here. a dry bar cool? I just compared because I'm self-conscious and I just compared my credits to yours. And it was like Netflix, Rami, which is on Hulu, new movie coming out. I don't know. And is then, dry bar like has somebody said something about dry bar? No, it's oh, just it's my just own, own fears. Yeah, you ever do that? You ever do like you have like uh, you accomplish something? It's not even an accomplishment, but you do something, and then you're like, and then you compare who does other things, and then you're like, ah, I'm not on that. It's almost like uh, when I played football in high school, and junior year, I still played on JV, because I wasn't good. Yeah. Uh, and, and they have too many tight ends on varsity. And they also, even if they didn't, I'm sure they would just move Excuse someone me. else to that position, so I wouldn't have been there. And so on game day, I used to wear the JV jersey, and I remember sometimes people would say, oh, you're still on JV as a junior. And I'm like, yep. Just holding down the floor. <laughs> like, you don't have anything to say. And I, I think that's always stuck with me throughout my entire life. Like, even at, when I got my first job, I'm like, oh, I'm a waiter. Uh, but at a retirement home. And people are like, oh, so no tips, huh? You don't get tips. Oh, I'm like me at the uh, Olive Garden. And I'm like, damn it, you're right. I am on the JV of, of waitering. But you set that up. I set that up you in my own head. all in it's, your own head. It's my own... Uh, I, get, I don't know if neurotics is the word, but it's my own detriment. Neuroses? But neuroses. I, I mean, talk myself out of things, I think. I mean, it's like, but it's like, you know, sometimes when you hear someone go, or someone who's done like a Tonight Show, yeah, they'll be like, they'll downplay it, I guess, because the times, because if you're, if you're, I guess if you're looking at it in this time, this era, right, and then you downplay it, which I still, un, I understand, but I mean, also it's still such a great accomplishment. It's amazing you, that you you got to, but I mean, we're constantly. It's like yesterday, my friend was like, "Who well, you know?" It was Graham yeah. Graham K, very funny comedian. I go, "What's thread?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so thrown off. I go, I keep hearing thread, and then he's like, "It's uh, well, he goes, it's uh, the new Twitter. It's uh, it's um, you know, you know, Elon Musk's Twitter, but everyone I think is getting back at him by doing this thread thing, and then I did it." Um, and I'm like, oh my, like, it's, it's too hard. It's weird, to right? To keep up with, like, it's not hard, but I mean, it's, like, ever-changing. So yeah. it's, like, one moment you thought, like, The Tonight Show, and then and there's another thing that, you know. That's I so true. Think, you, you yeah. know. The 80s, the 80s and it was, like, The Tonight Show, where, like, if you did a set, it could make your career. And then now it's it still means a lot, but it's not what it used to if mean. You, if you remove making your career... It's still crazy when when you hear like somebody like a comic maybe who who didn't do that go oh you did a Tonight Show and they're like they kind of like downplay it and you're like you're you're performing you at a it. bar yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're performing somewhere. At a, you're at a dive bar yeah. on Friday. What are you talking about, I, dude? That that is that's a that's self defense mechanism right there. Of like, oh, you did a Tonight Show. Who watches the oh on yeah. YouTube? I can put my thing on you. And it's like, yeah, but you didn't get picked to do it, or you haven't thrown yourself out there to do it, so you shouldn't. You know, I, crap I, on other people. I also it. think it's the lack of people getting knocked out. Like physically knocked out? I think oh. I, the last 15 years people haven't been knocked out. Like, I would you, not expect you to say that. Dave Merhez is proponent of uh, person, CTE. Knock some people out. I'm man. just saying, it's like, remember, I feel like in the 80s and the 90s, like Roadhouse, people were getting knocked the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> You'd hear people getting, like they would say something and then they'd be like, oh shit, he got knocked out. Now I think just like the level of like what people can say to each other is like it's through the roof. Through the like yeah. the ability of some of these human beings to say certain things to somebody without getting hit once at least is is mind boggling. I'm, again, I'm not. It's I am promoting violence. I, I no, you're definitely promoting, promoting violence. I want to say I'm not promoting. I am promoting violence. I'm, I'm not against what you're promoting, but I will say that sometimes you know what I think has come up more now is yeah. passive aggressive douchey comments yeah we're like i'm kind of slow sometimes i assume everyone's kind and and nice and genuine but every once in a while someone will drop a little nugget on you and then you're like okay and then at, they leave and then you sit there with that statement and then you're like wait a minute what the hell did you just say to me yeah and then not that i would punch somebody but the moment's already gone and then i replay it and i'm like i just sat there like a dunce and if uh if he would have just if that person would have just been up front and said the rude thing without the passive aggressiveness thing. I could have caught it in the moment. And then on top of that, if I was a different person, hold him off with the straight right, knockout, yeah, and it would be awesome. But that's the problem with society right now. Passive aggressiveness yep. and jujitsu. Because jujitsu is no punching. Now people are like, well, I'll just choke you. And it's 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 it doesn't not do the same. quick enough. No, it doesn't do the same thing. It's it? not quick enough. It, it's like, and look, I there was, a t there was I think it was last year, where I got into an altercation, and if the guy would have hit me, I would I deserved it. <laughs> like I thought about it, I would have deserved it, and then I wouldn't have called the police because the guy I was with. Wait, was, you called the police? No, the guy I was with was like, "Yo, I'll call the cops to the guy," but that guy was white. Oh, so it wouldn't. Uh, what's no, that? I'm just saying he's like. I feel like he's like a white. Guy. I, I, no offense, but I feel that's like in the th <laughs> the top three panic button mode. <laughs> it's like uh, at one point I'm gonna say I'm calling the police. I I did it because I, I was scared, right? And I I don't know why. Maybe it's excessive rap music. I don't feel the need to call the police. So I, if the guy punched me, which he was on his on the verge of punching me, so you wanted to call the cops preemptively to before he punched you. No, that no. was your friend. No, what happened was we were on tour like opening for uh like a very very well-known comedian in canada okay and what happened um is rick mercer he's very very he, okay tv shows shout out know, rick mercer yeah, go follow yeah. him on all the socials one of the, one of the greatest a legend okay um we were in like his hometown and um he had like told us it's like a fun he's like oh he's like if you hang out downtown though it's like it's called toontown like just as you know, and he's like, um, it's in Newfoundland. That's where oh, we were at. Okay. Yeah, you know yeah they're like in a different time zone ahead of East Coast time. That's all I know about Newfoundland. I think I probably I, sh I should know better. But so we go out, me and the other comic, and we're having like a great time, and um, we're probably we're really wasted. And it was the other Rick and the other comic went back to the hotel like smart yeah, yeah, individuals, yeah. and uh, it's not really busy but we're just at the street just like you know laughing giggling with each other and then this guy comes up to us and he has like <laughs> I, just, I just love this idea of you guys laughing giggling to each other on the street just just a couple of grown men just, <laughs> just giggling and it, I realized saying that, that I was like well that sounds yeah, nuts yeah that, sounds, insa that sounds insane I, I want to bully that situation yeah yeah you know? maybe now I'm rethinking but it. so you guys are there giggling tithering like tithering, uh, yeah. like a couple of he school had, he children. He came up with like stacks of money, but when he got close, we it was like fake money, but it looked real. And he goes, "Hey man, I was just at the strip joint, in the in, and they kicked me out. I'm a soldier. I'm a U.S. soldier. They kicked me out because I was talking about the Russians or something." 
And, you know, we're drunk and we're like jacked. We're like, yeah, man, screw them. Oh, like the strip joint. <laughs> we're on his side and we're just started walking with him. And we realize a block down that this man is insane. But it's too late now. I don't know how to get out of it. And the other comic doesn't either. And he stops us. Um, it took you a block? He comes up with fake money and says, I'm a soldier just got kicked out of his yeah, strip joint. I love car. strip joints. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I love strip joints. <laughs> but you like strip joints with proper etiquette of not kicking out. Decorated military yeah. veterans. I don't know. That he said wanted... he's an American soldier. I yeah. thought he was like you know yeah. Tom Hardy in a movie or something. Like, I got like, you. Know, like, just like he just you know, uh, I was like he's a soldier, and he, he stops us. He goes, "Hey man, I need you guys. I do me a favor. I need you to take this money back to the strip joint. This, this fake, fake money. money. We're just like laughing. We're like, yeah, okay, man, okay, we'll take it. We thinking like we're all wasted. The three of us." And prior to that, I mean, when we had been walking to the venue, we saw two newfies basically fighting each other, about to fight each other. And that the sounds one... like a slur, newfie. Yeah. <laughs> Are you allowed to say uh, that? Yeah, can, oh, okay. One guy gets in the middle, and he goes, "It's a Tuesday, boys." He breaks up the fight. They're all friends. We didn't know it. Just right. That's the type of town we're dealing with here. <laughs> Never going to Newfoundland. Yeah. So. We walk, me and the comic by the strip show, we realize it's closed. And we ha I still have the stack of money. And I just, we're again, giggling. <laughs> we're just laughing like, this is crazy. This guy, you know, we didn't, we're not, and we obviously wasn't going to drop the money off. We're going, to, the hotel's not that far. And we're going down a hill, basically, to get to the hotel. And then we hear, hey, like screaming. Yeah. And we turn around, it's the soldier. And he's like power running toward, like he's like running. And we're drunk and we're like, what's the, we get to in front of the hotel on the sidewalk. He walks up to me and he slaps the money out of my, the fake money out of my hand. And he goes, you bitch. Whoa. And I'm like, at that point, I'm like frozen. And I'm like, oh, he's going to beat me up, which is cool. I'm not going to tell anyone. <laughs> I'm not going to tell the police. So like, oh, okay. like, oh you meant the police. Here. I'm going to get beat up. So I thought I'm, you meant if you took an ass kick and the story wouldn't be told on no, the podcast. No, I tell everyone. I, I tell ass kicking stories. <laughs> I'm not ashamed of that. So the other comic, I, he knows, I think, jujitsu or something, because he leveled up. He, like, he, did he got in thing. a stance, dude, and he was ready to rock this guy. And they were going back and forth, and then the soldier got emotional. He goes, ah, he just starts, he starts crying, I think. He's like, I don't know. So we still don't even know if he's a soldier. He kind of goes to sit at this rock that's in front of the hotel, and he's, like, being emotional. And then that guy earlier from that fight, the local, He's got like dreads walks over. The guy that said it's a Tuesday boy, like the guy right, in that right, mix. Right. He walks into this scuffle kind of, this like argument, like very, like doesn't care about our boundaries. Tells the guy, the soldier, he goes, scooch over. In the middle of the guy's speech, he goes, scooch over, bud. <laughs> so imagine being so. <laughs> He's given this emotional. emotional speech, he goes, scooch over, bud, in the most Canadian way you can say it. Then asked for a cigarette. But that diffused the whole thing. And then the soldier went away and me and the comic are walking uh, back to the hotel, like going through the doors. That the the newfie guy goes to us, hey, hey boys. And we turn around and he goes, I work in a kitchen with Jamaicans. That's all he says. And, <laughs> and that was... We go, okay. And then we go and the doors close. We're like, what the... Fuck was that? Like, is he? I think he had dread. I don't know why he wanted to get that information. Maybe we were in the bucket hat at the time, and he made some weird connection. <laughs> yeah. He's like, we don't see that on Newfies out here. This guy's from out of town. He needs to know the local cuisine. So we, in the morning, we tell Rick this whole story, yeah. the other comic, and Rick looks at us after we finish this whole story. Like, as he goes, he goes, Toontown. <laughs> <laughs> like he punched his own joke. But it was like a day later. Weird. Toontown. Toontown. <laughs> Do you get into a lot of situations like that? All the time. Not like maybe a violent ones, but like a lot of time. I don't know if you remember this one, but Seattle in 2013 when we were doing the competition at Dick's Burgers... Where that homeless guy wanted to fight me? Yeah, I do remember. Yeah, so yeah. I, maybe you're the magnet for it, and we were hanging out because I'm like, why does everyone want to fight me? Like, I'm so jealous. I'm I'm pretty personable. I don't mad dog people. I'm not saying you do, but like for some reason, I think this energy follows you. Always, man. Maybe because you give off the energy of like not enough people are getting knocked out in this world, and then you just magnetize these people. I think it's people. I have a face where people feel comfortable saying whatever they want to. That's a hundred percent fact and i had a like a, a 
someone had told me it's because I have kind eyes. I was about to say, you have the eyes of a, a warm therapist. <laughs> not, not, not a psychologist that will drug you up to get you off the ledge, but a Just warm kind of, therapist yeah. where you're like, come on, man, you, you're going to get the promotion. Yeah. So yeah. I get a lot of like, I, I remember my cousin, we were at a, like a, uh, they do those, this is in Toronto, but we, they, like the NFL came to Toronto. Mm -hmm. You know how they do those games where they sometimes, yeah, like yeah they go to the, Canada, like a preseason game. And we got into like, they got into some like altercation, not like physically, but verbally with like some other guy that was cheering for the other team. But he kept like antagonizing them for the whole game and they had enough. So they were like, we're going to fuck him up now. So this guy's just going off and he's like, I have no issue with any of you guys. <laughs> like he's screaming at them. And then he looks, he goes, my issue is with that fucking guy. And he points at me. I, I didn't do anything. <laughs> I was the guy that was quiet for two hours. <laughs> That's why he had an issue with you. He goes, what's he planning? What's the quiet guy thinking? And what's he going to do? That's but so do you see that, what I mean where it's like, uh, well, I think it's my face. So I, I mean, I, that happened probably, me and you, that, that, guy, that homeless I think that's, guy. It must have been because it was the weirdest situation. Dick's Burgers, Dick's Burgers in Seattle is like a, an institution out yeah. there. And it was late night and you were ordering something. I had already ordered. And we got this on video. Ruben was shooting a documentary about the competition. Oh, yes. Yeah, so he's shooting this. And then he's, like, interviewing me about the competition. And this homeless guy comes by. And he goes, hey, do you have a cigarette? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't. He leaves. And we keep talking. Then he comes back. And he goes, hey, do you have a cigarette? And I was like, man, we already did this. Do you remember me from a second ago? I, I said I don't have a cigarette. And that lit him up. <laughs> like that me pointing out that we had had this conversation. He's like, man. And I don't even remember what he said. I used to have a joke about like retelling the story, but he went off and just started saying a bunch of things. Like I have more, he got mad at me for not smoking is how it felt. And then he got, he said he had more money than Bill Gates or something. He started going off and he was like ready to fight me. And I could feel my stomach trembling oh. of like the, oh my God, I'm going to have to like hit this guy or something. And then I look over at you and you're taking a group photo with a bunch of teenagers <laughs> from Canada. Cause, and that's how I found out afterwards. I'm like, what was that? And you're like, ah, I used to work for MTV Canada. And they recognized me. So you're over there doing like a group photo. <laughs> and I look over at you. I'm about to fight a... <laughs> I'm about to fight a homeless man ten steps away from you, Did and you're in, the you're in the middle of a photo, and you're like, yeah, I'll be there in a second. And then you finish the photo, and then you never really joined me. The guy kind of just left, and I was like, what a weird world we live in. We're ten steps away. You're getting recognized from MTV Canada. That's I do remember over, that. Yeah, and I'm over here ready to throw down with I this remembered guy. the fight, but then when you said the MTV thing, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that, like, I mean, I would have. I would have helped you. I mean, I don't I'm know what sure I would have, would have done. I would have probably got knocked out. As I would have got knocked out. I think the best thing you and I could have done is just group hugged him and just held and him. Held him up. And be like, come on, man. If we let you go, don't hit us. I think but, that's how you and I would take down a perp. But that is funny because that's the second, another time we were in MTV Canada was like this enormous, like it first started off as like, like multiple co-hosts like interviewing yeah. like different celebrities i believe and it's like it was eight nine years seasons i came like near the end okay then it turned into like a sketch show right kind of thing um it was like very very popular in canada so i had worked on it maybe for like five months or something like the latter end of it maybe longer but yeah but so, people saw it man they i saw mean it. people people like those people those kids eyes lit up when they saw you no, no, like people, i think that's the guy from the thing people love it so we're um especially in toronto we're in um we're at a bar it's a bar we go to all the time it's called get well and next to it there's like other bars so i this is like an, another altercation that went scary we were just all <laughs> outside just chatting like a group of us and my boy's talking to his cousin who's kind of like a, a distance away. Okay. But this guy comes out of that bar, that bar next to where we're at, and he, he thinks my boy's talking to him. So it's like a miscommunication because he's probably wasted. So he goes, what'd you say? And my buddy's confused. He goes, what? Well, I didn't say anything. He goes, no, what are you saying to me? And he goes, no, I'm, he, he goes, oh, no, I'm talking to my cousin. And then his cousin... I don't know for we it's still to this day I don't know what happened why he did this he comes around and gets in that guy's face wow. which is immediately like that's good let's escalate the yeah, situation escalates yeah escalates he goes what and then now it gets like now and I can understand that guy being like what and now they're like 
arguing and we're like four of us five of us maybe yeah. and i'm like oh my god and like we our friend works at that bar the in the bar we're going to i'm like what's happening here and then that guy goes don't make me call batman and we just still don't, <laughs> I'm like what I swear he goes, don't make me call Batman. Is this also he, Newfoundland? <laughs> no, this is in Toronto. He's just waving his phone in the air. But he goes to the bar next to where we're at. And I guess that's where his crew was or his homies. And he just kind of starts waving his phone. And this guy barges out of the bar, like aggressive. He felt like he was seven feet tall. And he goes, what the fuck, you guys? What are you guys up to? What? And he's doing this. like, And at one point, he threatens with a knife. And he shows us it's in his shoe. Like, it's in his socks. And we're like, whoa. And that's when we're like, whoa, chill. Then the third guy comes out of nowhere. I don't know where he came from. He's wasted. He goes, I'm going to fuck all you up. All you up. And then he like makes eye contact with me. He goes, yo, wait, wait, wait. He goes, yo, ain't, wait, you the guy from MTV. <laughs> and the whole fight stopped. Everyone started looking and I go, oh, this is sick. And then he looks at me, he goes, man, you kind of funny. And I go, what? <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> oh, the wave of emotions. <laughs> We're about to fight. I got recognized. I don't think you're that great. Yeah, he goes, I don't think you're good at wow. all. But it diffused the whole like kind right. of fight. And then then um we told like I don't I don't know who I mean I might have dry snitched, but the bar found out <laughs> What's a dry snitch? Dry snitch is like uh Is that a term people know? Yeah, right? Dry snitch is I don't know what the correct A sober man who like calls you, the cops? No, you indirectly maybe snitch. You dry. I, Is that when you look at a bouncer and go, like kind of like yeah, because you're snitching, you're snitching, dry snitching. Maybe you're telling a convert, you're talking, and then you start ratting people out. It's like, I think that's what dry snitching is. I've never had an issue. Like the intent, like the right. like I'm in a snitch, so I do it. But let's say I'm just telling you a story, and I start like, oh, then the money he put the money over here. Right. I wasn't supposed to say that. I see. I think that's dry snitching. I got the Urban Dictionary. What's it say? To indirectly snitch someone out without actually informing on someone. Thank you. Yeah. That, that is okay. I, I wow. Yeah. I you know, I've always I've never had an issue. I'll tell on you. I'll tell on not you, but oh. like I'll tell on someone in a situation. Be like right there, dude. Right there. I, I tell you this though, man. I never lived in the streets. Neither have I. But my code is with the street. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in the trailer park, but it was like it was like half retirement and half just like working class people. And if if there was like a, a drug addict in one of the trailers, we called the cops immediately. We're no, like, look, dude, we got meth heads in there. Snitch, all, not, all that area. I'm not judging you. Yeah. I, I don't know why I'm like this. I grew up it's in the not, middle class. You're a hip hop fan. It's it's a theme in every song. Yeah, I just really- And you're like, yeah, you're right. And I, parts of it I agree with, because that can get you in trouble. Here's where I never snitched, at work. When I was at work, like if someone was like, I remember Doing I was- something? Yeah, like I remember uh, I was working at a medical supply warehouse, this giant warehouse in Orange County, and this one guy got fired for uh, taking lollipops. Like we we had lollipops in a big bag that we'd sell to doctor's offices, and he would always like, he busted the bag open, he'd always be sucking on a lollipop. And one time the manager came out, saw him doing it, and wrote him up. He ended up getting fired, that was one of his three strikes, and like, I would never tell on someone, because he came around, he's like, has he been eating a lot of lollipops? I'm like, I've never seen him with a lollipop before this day. And the guy had seen that the bag was busted open, and so many lollipops. So I'll go, like, at work, because I'm all for the working people against the man. I'm all for that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, out on the streets, if you're causing disruption in the community, I'm calling the cops immediately. I mean, look, again... You know, you stand on your principles. <laughs> you stand on your principles. I can't do that. I can't. Have you ever called? Have you ever been driving and s seen a drunk driver and called 911? I've done it twice. No. Well, it one feels time, good. One time my boy followed the guy. Followed the drunk, but never called the cops? No, he like, he like pressed them. That's all I could say. I don't know what that means. You say so many words where I'm like, what is that? Look up pressed. pressed Google, I, you have I just all don't the want words. dry snitch on this guy's like a full, he pressed them. And I remember talking shit. And then when I got serious, I got scared. Like I remember being <laughs> at my boy's car like, yeah, man, fuck him up. And then when it was about to go down, I went, no, 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 no. Like I got scared. But he followed him. He was, he was so drunk. Like he wasn't just swerving. He was like slowly, like this is how slow the car was going. Oh, okay. And my boy was trying to wave him down to pull him to say yeah. pull over. The guy ignored him. So my yeah. boy followed him into his like building. 
like in the parking lot. Oh, he's already home. No, he, we followed him to, he was going home, but yeah, still yeah, was yeah. crazy. Oh. No, I don't even think it was his home. He just, I don't even remember. I just know my buddy was like, we're not going where we're going. We're supposed to do a guest spot somewhere, I think. I think in, this was Batman. In Windsor. This yeah, was, was the Batman. My boy was... knows karate, right? <laughs> what is this, the 70s? <laughs> when everyone took karate? Who, who takes karate? This is like 04, 2004. Was karate hot karate in 04? Karate was popping back All right, then, bro. I took karate in 90, 92. <laughs> I was like in was sixth popping. grade. He could have been. Or, no, I was in kindergarten, sixth grade. I was six years old. I was still out of college, and I'm 42. I mean, it could have been jiu-jitsu, but I remember he did a karate move. To me, it looked like karate. Like, he did an what extension did of his leg. It's like a kick. He kicked him? I mean, again, I can't dry snitch, but this guy got, like, this guy got it, man. Man, that would be the... I just thought of... By the way, you're an amazing podcast guest, but I just thought of, like... <laughs> Uh, can you imagine like the Simpsons character, the mob guy who Johnny Tightlips, who's like he gets shot and he goes, "Where'd they shoot you? I ain't saying nothing. What should I tell the medic? Tell him to suck a lemon." Like imagine that guy as a podcast guest and you're trying to get cool stories out of him. He's like, "I ain't, I ain't seen nothing." No, okay, nobody. I'll tell. I, I'm, I'm going against what I'm saying. I'll probably, he we just, don't need his name. He just kind of kicked. It was like a kick, bro. But it was mm -hmm. so fast. I didn't know how. I, he had told me he went to do karate like he trained. But, I, you know, your boy can tell you anything. Right. But when I saw it. So I get out of the car. He gets into the car first, bolts at this guy, pulls him out. He's like, dude, you're fucking wasted. You could have injured someone. This guy's not. He's an incoherent. Yeah. So he was that drunk. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like he, he could. And then my boy. And I go, Yeah. So and so, get his ass! Like beat him up, bro! Like I was, fuck! I don't know why, I, because I can't do anything. And then, he, then this kick came. Like I think he kicked him in his chest off the door. It looked like an action movie. <laughs> like we were a lethal weapon or wow. something like that. And then I and I went from like ah oh, to oh, is he all right? I think I said is he all right from is across. He all right? My boy goes, get in the car. And I'm Who like, cares? yeah, and I was like, like in the car shaking. <laughs> this is so surprising because yeah. every conversation I have with you just in life, it's it's like it's a, you're always very vulnerable and uh, and like you wear your heart on your sleeve and you're like, ah, I had anxiety about this and I got emotional about that and then this and that. And then you're like, oh, I've been in a lot of fights and situations. It's such an interesting mix oh, that, yeah, that you yeah, don't expect. I, I don't I never so I never hit anyone because I, I mean, I, I remember when he hit him, I was scared because he, he his body bounced off the door like a rag doll. Wow. Like he kicked him like it wasn't even like. It, 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 I've I've seen my cousin my cousin one time like we were walking downtown Windsor where we grew up and he goes you off oh, he said he just we're talking and then he sees somebody like a block down he goes man that fucking guy I go what's wrong he goes hold on and I go hold on and me and my other cousin were there too and he, and he's running and we're like what's this guy doing he grabs the guy from the back of his um, collar and he kicks him in the ass. Which I haven't seen. <laughs> I've never life. seen that. Yeah, he, like the guy flung up in the air, and I think he said something to him, and then he, we caught up to him. We're like, "What was that?" He goes, "Ah, man, fuck that guy." I'm like, "You just kick him in the ass." <laughs> it's so degrading. It was I don't like know during if, the day or at night. I don't know if I could hang out with a group of people that lived in such secrecy, where you're just walking down the street with one of your friends, and you're like, "Ah, oh, that guy," and then what? And then he runs off and assaults someone by kicking him in the pants. I mean, it's his family, right? I think he <laughs> might. <have> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's my cousin. <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah. My, I, was, I was with my two cousins, and it was probably a beef thing for sure. But I didn't want to ask him further because it was such a weird. Also, I was felt bad for the guy because imagine right. getting kicked in the ass out of nowhere, out of nowhere, and then continuing your night. It was yeah. like the start it was like nine o'clock, and we went to a bar after. I'd go home. Yeah, dude. If you it, saw uh, how he flung him, like yeah, he kicked him, and the guy went, "Oh." I've gone home for less. One time I was going to go to a coffee shop to do work and the coffee shop had a big window and I tripped over like the sidewalk wasn't even. So I tripped. And I didn't fall all the way, but it was like a big, I had to catch myself and I looked and there's all those people in the window. I went home. I didn't, I didn't even like go to another coffee shop. I'm like, we're not, that's bad. That's a bad <laughs> omen for the rest of the day. I'm going home and, and we're using the home Wi-Fi. Dude, this remind me of it's not the same, but like we were drunk one time. We were walking, we were doing shows in my hometown. This is when I lived in Canada, and it was a group of comics from Toronto, and we're drunk. And someone's like trying to convince one of us to chuck a shawarma at the back of the head of another comic that we were with. 
a which full, is like full shawarma. But if you don't know what a shawarma is, it's a yeah. uh, it's a Canadian burrito. That's what I call it. Yeah, because I mean, it's, it's Lebanon. It's like Arabic. It's like a, I know. I, oh, but I'm you saying call it because I had it in Toronto. It's not a can. It's not. Oh, okay, it's okay. not a national Canadian cuisine. But uh, I call it a burrito because after you drink in San Diego, you go get burritos. After you drink in uh, Toronto, you go get shawarma. Shawarma and, and, and yeah. yeah, and um, he chucks it like holy. The uh, sound. The idea of that going down is humorous. Yes. But then when you actually see it, it's kind of violent. Like you're like, oh wow, and it just changed the mood because. But you, in a drunken state, you think your buddy's gonna take it like lightly, but he <laughs> turns around and he goes, "What the fuck?" Like he snapped, like blood was in his eyes, and we all were sharing one hotel room. And I had, I at the time, I had these pastel jeans, and they stained. So. I'm having a fit, and my boy goes, just run him in the bathtub. And I'm screaming at him. I go, these are fucking pastel. <laughs> <laughs> these are pastel shorts. I was like, I love these shorts, or pants, sorry. Oh, pants. So I run the bath and and put them in the bath. So, But they're screaming in the other room. He's like, I want a fucking apology. The guy that got belted with it, right? So I want he's over there covering tzatziki on the back of his head. He's like, I want an apology. And I don't I don't hear this, but the other guy goes, well, you got to apologize for saying a racial slur for me being Italian. I think that's how it went down. And I'm like, what? It was a racial? Where's also, he? I don't know, man. I didn't know Italians get that offended. So they're arguing back and forth. The guy that got hit with it was like a white guy and the other guy's Italian. Okay. Both comics. Maybe that was the slur by hitting him with a, a no, food I from a different ethnicity. He might have called him something. I don't. I didn't uh, hear because right. I was too busy with the pastel pants. And my boy's in there with me. <laughs> I go, did he just? Did he say something racial? He goes, I don't know, man. They're really going off, and it's loud. And the other guys are giggling. <laughs> There's so much giggling. So much giggling, you. right? But I'm the, giggling. You're on the bed dying because it's like he goes, because you, you're hearing. He's like, yeah, fucking hit me with a shawarma. <laughs> <laughs> So I think I go, man, I don't know why I went down to the lobby and used the internet down there. Like, the, the you know how they, they have yeah, yeah, a yeah, computer? The, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like worried about my pastel pants. I can't believe I stained them. They're so, they're so amazing. And the fucking elevator door opens. It goes, ding. And it's somewhat louder than usual. And the guy that got hit with a shawarma, it's like five in the morning. And his dad works at the Via Rail station, the train station. Yeah. And he's got his backpack. I go, so-and-so, where are you going? And he goes, I'm fucking out of here, man. <laughs> what? He goes, I'm taking a train. I'm done with this shit. I'm done with him. And I'm like, oh, and I'm so like the pants and drunk. I go, oh, my God, he actually left. This just was a joke. And the guy left. We drove down there. And the whole drive back the next day to Toronto, we're like, holy shit, was it too much? Yes. Yeah. We were like, I don't think they talked for like a year or at least oh. two months. They didn't talk. I love that. It yeah. completely changed the night. You Bro, it was so... with the shawarma in the back yeah. of your head and ruined your Pelted pants. Him. And then he, I'm sure he told his dad at the train station. He's like, why are you leaving early? I got... They hit me with this... A... Bro, they didn't talk. They were like close homies. I think they're not even the same anymore. <laughs> you pelt someone with a fucking shawarma at the back of their head or, or their back even is like crazy. <laughs> It's a messy meal. It's a messy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a lot, man. And I'm like, man, you gotta say sorry. He goes, I'm not fucking saying sorry. He goes, he was ra he was racist. I go, I mean, it was he. You're Italian. Who cares? <laughs> it's like not a crazy thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. What did he say? You eat cannolis? Like I don't know what, how much he he threw shawarma at the back of his head. <laughs> you threw another gourmet meal of not his ethnicity on the back of his head. Yeah, and that was that was over the line. That's yeah. so funny, man. Never there's, never throw shawarma at somebody. Good lord, dude. Because really I have way too many of these stories. Uh, there's so many. Yeah. Hey, Cancun Dave over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's something you told me the other day. Oh, when I get like, I would go visit Toronto and do shows and I would get so wasted all the time that my boy who I was staying with was like, uh, one morning he goes, here he is, huh? Cancun Dave. <laughs> Because I just imagine you in a hat like this yeah, with like a Hawaiian shirt, you know? Dude, there's a, a place called A&W, you know A&W, the fast food joint? I wish we had more of them in the States, yeah. but last time we were in Toronto, I was I ate there more than I'd like to admit. Yeah. Dude, I, I love it. I ate there, and then I go back three hours later, not thinking that, you know, the same workers are going to be there. In my head, I thought they might have done a switch of the shift. 
I get to the counter and then she's like, back again? <laughs> That's like, so mad. Like, what do you mean back? I mean, it was three hours. So I, I like, bet you they, they should. I Man, I'd be shocked if there wasn't something in fast food training videos going, hey, if you say, <laughs> see the same customer in the same day, don't say anything. Pretend you don't know. <laughs> Because you're going to lose this business. Most of our business is same-day repeat customers. I was on that one. I remember that one. Dundas and Ossington? Dundas and Kiel in Toronto. I was in there all the time. Like, out in there, like, all the time at 2 in the morning. My boy, because I would stay at his crib, He in the morning he'd lift the garbage, and he'd be like, oh, he goes, A&W again? <laughs> like he was like my conch. Like, it was just like, yeah. And it, it, it's interesting that you got in so many, or in so many situations, like, altercations in toronto because everyone's so polite there like i mean, uh, I mean there people get i guess wild at night but i remember uh when emma and i went there last summer we were sitting in the park and an old man fell like an old man yeah. from the heat and just kind of fell and so many people rushed to his aid no there's kindness but i mean i get into these things like i remember being in this place called kingston and doing a show and i'm bombing it's packed and yeah. i'm bombing like it's like not going well and some of these people had come to see me i guess they it saw just for laughs on, you know. Oh, yeah. And this guy in the front row is heckling. And at some point, he says, um, I say I'm Le Arab or Lebanese. He goes, at what age did you learn to detonate a bomb? He says something like that. And I'm like, whoa. whoa. in Toronto. No, this is in Kingston, Ontario. This is like oh, outside okay. of Toronto. That sounds more like a Calgary type of state. Well, my, the promoter friend of mine, he's a comic. He's livid, right? Because it's not a representation of that. That right town like that you know that stuff happens but it was just weird and no one said anything we were all awkward and i tried to say something and it was palming and i even said i was like dude i yeah i'm not doing well up here and then i everyone apologized to me after oh and that's the word that's like making it worse yeah and then um someone some lady was from the crowd i think she's like no do that joke we saw you they were like oh, trying to no, be supportive to and i was like oh man i'm not doing any jokes so i i that guy apparently like had a tragedy happen in his family like a year before. So they were saying he got drunk and he probably took it out on me. Oh yeah, yeah. So my boy was like the promoter and rightfully so uh, wicked uh, performer as well was like, uh, I was like, man, I want to go to a strip joint. <laughs> I go with my boy and he was like, he, I don't think he wants, he goes, why do you really want to go here? I go, I don't know, man, I need to loosen up. I need to, I'm really, because of the show yeah i'm with the strip stripper a very lovely person i tell her she's not white i tell her what happened you know she knows it's, it's a small town at one point she stops dancing on me i think she's cradling me but we're talking emotionally about racism <laughs> you went to a therapy session Basically, at a strip club <laughs> the bouncer comes over because he's like what's happening back there he goes is everything all right she goes and she's hugging me she's like yeah yeah don't worry we'll we'll work out the price and i think I've, i think i've cried at that point maybe and then she tells me about her relationship and then we finish she's like she comes and sits with us right we're sitting and watching all the strippers and my boy I'm trying to get loose, and my boy gets up. You know, he's in a he's married, right? He goes, "Hey, well, what's the what's going on here?" I go, "What do you mean, what's going on here?" He goes, "Why are we still here? Wait, why can't we leave?" Yeah, I go, "Because man," and I didn't even have an answer. I just got angry. I go, "Because man," because shit's happening. Like I was saying things that don't make any sense. Pain is pain. I was like, "What?" He's like, "Dude, just go home." He goes, "Go, let's go home. Let's go get poutine." So we go to get poutine. Um, it's Which like is, it's uh, fries, gravy. Yeah, it's fries. It's not another strip club. And it's like this packed ass, that's hilarious, packed ass like spot. And there's kids that like these like teens, not teens, but like college kids that seem like everywhere it's loud. And right. like, me and my best friend at the time were just sitting there and he's like, what? He goes, he goes, what? what's wrong with you? What's going on? And I just look up from like, I'm like cheese. I'm probably like, I go, I go, man, why that guy gotta be racist? <laughs> oh, crying oh no, <laughs> that's so sad. I was about to laugh. <laughs> I thought it was about the bomb, and you're like, no, it was. It, it was. was yeah, but it was. But I was like, no, I got. It was specifically about that. But it that, was the that crying of like, well, I got to. Yeah, and I'm eating as I'm doing it. And he was like, I know, buddy. And, he, you know, guy, your, your homies can't really sometimes be super sensitive for each other. Right. And he goes, yeah, it's fucked up. Like, he's just doing, he's just saying lines as I'm right. like, you know, like trying to do a speech, Dude, basically. When, when I mean, this isn't for all men. I feel like you would do a better job at this. But I feel like a lot of men, when someone's crying, we're just, we're saying short quotes 
that we're getting wrong. That we're not we're not getting the yeah. entire quote. We remember everything, you know. He, uh, I think my buddy was like, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, he he's a piece of shit. He's like, don't worry about him. That guy sucks. Yeah. You're great. This is one small step for man. You just say all these, <laughs> like, half statements. Yo, man, what kind of... You know when you go, huh, <laughs> kind of world we live in? Just, like, such a... Cr- I just remember crying at this, like, poutine spot. <laughs> Mr. Bubs a, or something. This is the same man that's like, not enough people are getting knocked out, out in the yeah, world. Yeah. Well, that guy deserved maybe. to be knocked out. But I do have this question for you. What's Because you're, you're a person that's had a therapist. and had, still. Uh, still. And had a therapy session in a strip club. Which is more cost-effective? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I connected. I've had many... I'll, uh, interactions with strippers emotionally that was a good one i still i yeah i was like man i would hang out with her again because it was like we talked it out and she dealt with racism as well right so it was like very good i mean it was the holding i mean i can't hold my therapist it's like it's, it's true illegal right i don't know if it's illegal but i think it definitely costs more i feel like yeah. that's uh, they got to move that up on the sliding scale like can yeah. you just hold me while i tell you this childhood trauma story so that I guess I guess the therapy one was maybe a little bit better at that time because right. I, I held, we held each other. I think I was hugging her. <laughs> yeah, I needed a hug that night though. I just can't, yeah. I just I just picture a table with you hugging her, your friend next to you, just no, like this drinking is in the a back. Re- oh in the back. We're just doing the lap dance, bro. <laughs> I ruined the lap dance. The lap dance got shut down basically because I, I started off as a lap dance, but I couldn't be sexual or anything i mean i couldn't be like turned on because i was so distraught that's why the bouncer came over he goes yo he thought i was doing something and she's like no no he i'm it's fine i'll cover this i think she covered some of my abortion i really yeah i i bet you surprised the hell out of her she was not used to a lot of emotional men coming into her her place of business no yeah of course of course i mean i think i've done that with a lot of strippers where it's like it gets emotional my boys always get angry. They're like, what the fuck are you doing in there? I'm like, oh man, we talking th- theater over here. <laughs> I told her about my show. She told me about her dad. Like, we're all in this together. Oh my god, that is so funny. I I didn't know that about you. I mean, I knew yeah. you were like, I, I love you because you're always vulnerable and you tell these stories that are so raw, it, it, like immediately. Immediately, yeah, I, I, like my wife and I saw you on the train the other night, and and, and we're like, oh, and then you're like, yeah, I was just, uh, I'm stressed out because I was in a car accident, didn't have insurance, and or my insurance doesn't yeah. cover. I tapped a guy, but now I don't know, and like immediately, and I'm like, man, he'll just tell you exactly what's what's happening. What's yeah, and I, it's funny <clears> when I saw after you guys after you guys left, I was like. They gotta think I'm crazy. No. Like I sit there and I go, everyone's gotta think I'm crazy. They're like, why is this guy telling us everything? Like I think about that more now of like all my interactions with human beings and friends of mine. Like, did he just, I didn't, he didn't even say hi. <laughs> That's how, so how this podcast has gone is how it is when I meet up with you, whether it's randomly in a subway car or we go to a Yankee game or whatever. Like, it's just like, hey, this just happened. I just, uh, I just I just cried in an AMW and, like, and you're like what and then you fill us in you you do this great thing where you tell us the end of the story first kind of like the way they make movies now where it opens with like someone beat up and 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 like their sleeves on fire in the middle of a rodeo and you're like what and then it's like a, you're probably wondering how I ended up here and then they then they tell the story of how they ended up there yeah you, know you kind of start stories like that yeah and, and I, I I really appreciate that from a listener standpoint oh man yeah because people cry with the stripper and you're like what and then, then you backtrack and the, yeah my friend always says she, she's like you always get Give me details that I don't like. You're like you went into a bodega and got a sandwich, and that has nothing to do with the story. And I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, I do that. And I remember my last relationship. I think that part was I, you know, because I would do that. I would add these things, and I think maybe our our humor might have not aligned a little bit because right. she would make comments like, okay. W- like get to the not get to the point, but like, what's this extra information? Whereas like a lot of my friends were entertained by that. I, I guess. love the extra information. I mean, I don't think she. A like, lot of times, those those little bits of extra information make your stories. That is also 
uh, goes into your stand-up. Like, a lot of your stand-up is, like, a story with, like, a side... Like, one of my favorite large bits of yours is uh, Good Friend, Bad Grammar. Yeah. That special, go watch it on YouTube. He has more than that, but definitely watch that one. You have that chunk in there about the shawarma guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or like the Persian guy who comes in and he trashes you in front of your girl. He's like, this guy's yeah. going to community. I'm not going to do the bit. I'll butcher it. But then you have the shawarma guy where you're like, where's the tomatoes, man? Oh, it's and like, he goes, yeah. I love that whole chunk. But I could, when, I remember watching that going, I bet this is a side piece to like a longer story of like where somehow he got tzatziki on his pastel pants yeah. and then the side piece is like and i got into a fight with this guy at the bodega over the shawarma it's it's a it's a really when we did the seattle comedy competition together you me and dave got really close and uh oh, graham uh, graham i'm yeah. sorry you me and graham graham well, I mean, you won and graham got second and i think i got fourth yeah we were all in the top yeah. five but uh but the thing i really appreciate is like you and you and graham were my favorites to watch because graham to me was like a technician yes like if if you're a pro wrestling fan i would compare it bret to hart. bret hart yeah. a technician Beautiful work, yep. sound writing, everything is crisp and funny and hard. And you, if I had to compare it to a wrestler like Shawn Michaels, a lot of finesse, a lot of like, you're like, whoa, I've never seen that before. How did he end up there from here? Yeah, yeah. Or, or like a Jimi Hendrix type of music. Like yours is an experience. And, I, and that's uh, why I, both I, great rap. I love the Heartbreak Kids. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, and so I always, uh, I really enjoyed watching you two. Uh, two very different comedians, but two that will just absolutely funny effortlessly. You just like go into this like uh, stream of thought kind of process. How much of a not to get too technical on stand up, but like, do you just go up and talk? No, and it's funny because Brett the Hitman Hart is my favorite wrestler. Yeah, over like a Shawn Michaels. So I'm, I'm kind of. I've always been a Shawn Michaels guy, and now rewatching their work in the '90s, I'm turning more to Bret Hart. But that's what I mean. So I'm really a fan of technical thing, yeah. but I don't think I gravitate to that side and I try, but I don't really think it's a thing I enjoy as much, but I'm more of a fan of it. I think when, it's funny because uh, going like um, when I was in that relationship, my partner would be like, you're weird, but she's like, <laughs> I, <laughs> she said it a bunch and I go to my friend who's an entertainer. I go, am I weird? And she goes, <laughs> and in my head, I go, I was like, because so-and-so said I'm weird, but I, I think she's means it endearing. I don't know. She says it multiple times. I don't know. I think, I believe, I hopefully it's endearing. She's like, I don't think you're weird. And I'm like, well, I mean, you're not a good judge of character because no. you're an entertainer. Yeah. This is like, she was like a writer, but I mean, it's different from a performer. Like yes. a writer, I think writers, not that they're, like, I just think a performer Performers are like can't maybe clock sometimes if they're weird. Right. If we there was a totem pole of weirdness, I think maybe at the top, painter musician, yeah, can get really weird. And then like a little lower down, I think Improv. actor act, actors are uh, probably next. And then comedians in this other realm of like, because there's sometimes where I hang out with people that aren't comedians, and I'm like, man, I think I'm weird. Like, yeah. And then I'll hang like the other day we were at the diner with you and Pat, and I'm like. And after that whole lunch, I was in the subway, and I'm like, man, I'm pretty normal. Like, I feel pretty... Oh, he must, yeah, he's weird, and I'm weird. I mean, yeah, I'm but the in, in a beautiful way, yeah. but, like, but it's that level where I hang out with my friends from high school. I'm like, I think I'm kind of weird. I think they might notice, or I'm, like, in my head about it. And I was sitting with you guys. I'm like, I might be the most normal person in you this are, diner. I mean, yes. <laughs> uh, by far, Pat's a weirdo, and I'm a weirdo, too. And Graham's weird. Sorry. But, I mean, to answer your question is, like, um, no, there is... There is like, if I'm doing like a, a set, like a headline set or even like seven minutes, it's like I have blocks in my right. head. I go, okay. well, I know I want to start this way. And I think there's like, maybe the ending is here. Okay. But and then the middle is kind of free. Free it, uh, of something happening. So if yeah. something, sorry, if something happens in the room, then we'll go on a journey. But there's always like a safety net because it would be insane if yeah, there yeah. wasn't. Yeah. And then like, if I... Um, I remember I did, I was at the New York Comedy Club recently and the guy said something about, I don't pay taxes. And it, I was like, what? And we were all like, what? And it just, that was the whole set. That was my whole seven, a 10 minute set. So, but I had an idea, I had my set. And but then, then we. I'm just not so tied to it. That's good. 
as much as maybe somebody Some somebody people. else might yeah, yeah. somebody else might but be. That, that's what makes your stand-up beautiful uh you recently put these specials up on youtube good friend bad grammar what's the other one that you put up it was black and white I, I watched it a little bit oh so good friend bad grammar was like we tried to get we shot that in 2016 just like me and my it's, agent. It looks beautiful. It's I mean, really well great job. It's really uh, funny, really well done. That you. one's up on YouTube. That's Macaw Studios. It's like a, a Millen and Morgan. And okay. Millen called in some favors. And we were trying to sell it, and then we released it on, I think... Um, was it uh, on Crave or something? No, it was no, it was on um like Amazon Prime and and like through my website maybe. Okay, but it wasn't made to YouTube yet, and it just we just yeah, put it just out on YouTube. So this is like years later, and the other one is like an, a collective of like um, relationships that I fumbled basically. That's the it's one. Called Miseducation of a Fuckboy. It wasn't yes. called that originally. It was called I. I was like doing sets in Toronto and I was, it was during COVID. I was sitting on a bench on, on Queen Street. I had like my mask on and a Tim Horns cup next to me. My boy was coming to see me. He's across the street, takes a picture. Oh, okay. He looked sick. I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He shows me and we start kind of laughing. I go, man, that's amazing. And then I had this idea of like, um this girl that i used to like see and know for like five years and it was like you know she i would t i would make some jokes about her it was called i love her okay but it was like not it's not it's a play on her and a play on stand-up like i love this because the the bits are all fumbles okay because i was so it was it's all the follies of dave's relationships because and i was so addicted to to trying to make it that right. i maybe didn't give some of these relationships the full the, the full attention because you're so motivated in your career yeah that so makes we, sense so but then it, i was listening to miseducation of lauren hill and i was like what if this is called miseducation of a fuck boy like somebody who's like it's a great title and then the black and white wasn't it was the same muck, muck, the people who did good friend bad grammar bad grammar did this too and they came up with the black and white idea this is a good idea i so, love uh i haven't finished that one yet but i watched like the first 10 minutes so far hilarious i've watched good friends good friend bad grammar and uh, you also have a Netflix one, but go watch whatever you can of this man on YouTube. Follow him on all the social media. I think it's just at Dave Merhej. It's at Dave Merhej. A lot of those clips are up on Instagram too now. So. Yeah, so follow him, like him, watch him on YouTube. Go see this man live. He's hilarious. And thank you so much thank for being you, on. Man. What a great time. That was fun. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Trekking heavier, traveling light. There's one thing that's right wherever I go. That's where I am.